thank you to the January 2020 Patreon supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Jacqueline M., Matthew J., Nathan E., Paul and Sandy J., Stephanie O., and Big Time Jim. Help support the show and get your name read at the beginning of all of our episodes. Patreon.com slash What We Remember. Thanks. Man, what a movie. And speaking <laughs> of movies, this is a podcast about movies. Oh, that yeah. We do? Sometimes. Sometimes? I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that we've been doing a podcast? What is a podcast? Oh, geez. Oh. Well, this is actually kind of hard to explain, so. Yeah. Uh, people sit in a room and usually talk about something. They, usually uh, more important than whatever we talk about. Yeah, and they like to think that it's very profound, but mm-hmm. it's usually just something no one cares They're talking about, about podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh, podcast. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, I guess you're right. We would be talking about podcasts. Oh. And they it's usually about true crime. And, or, <laughs> of course. Or it's about like a specific moment in history with an expert about it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like famous people talking yeah, about Yeah, it's like a celebrity culture. talking about something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of... And then it's on the internet. They yeah. put it onto the internet. What is the internet? Oh, wow. We, oh, okay, so Al Gore got, in 1992 yeah. <laughs> had this idea For to steal... series of tubes. <laughs> steal this thing that already existed in the 80s. The claim, DARPA net. Claim it for himself. <laughs> Andy, we just watched Hackers. They explained all of this to you. What is Hackers? My name is Riley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenow. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is a first for the show. We're doing a documentary, and this is what we remember about Super Size Me? Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Super oh, size Is there me? a question mark in the title? <laughs> so we were thinking, I was thinking, we was thinking. We were thinking. We were thinking. What's a documentary people have seen that also has sort of a narrative? Andy hadn't seen March of the Penguins. Oh, that, that I, was a I've heard that they march. One. Planet Earth. The whole documentary. <laughs> it's, kind of a yeah, the whole thing. it's kind of a narrative, uh, though. Everything else was kind of sad, like Bowling for Columbine. I was like, Bowling for Columbine's the only other one I can think of. Yeah, that's, that's a big that's old a heavy... fat bummer of a movie. <laughs> yeah. But I think like documentaries had sort of a renaissance in the early two thousands, beginning with Bowling for Columbine. People like went out to the theaters to, like see these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. our theaters were kind of like popping up, and making a thing. It's kind of weird. There was like early two thousands had sort of an explosion of theatrical documentaries, but then they like died for a while. They did, and they kind of came back with like Netflix. Essentially, mm-hmm. Netflix was able to throw them all up into a place where yes. they could easily be seen and actually buy up. You know, distribution for people want to see these movies. They just don't want to go to the theaters and see them. I guess. I guess Mr. Rogers is the one most recent exception. Well, yeah. once you've been my neighbor was a pretty well released documentary. There's a couple more of them. Yeah, the, the R- RBG so. was in there. Yeah, that's that, true. That was in the theater for quite some time. Oh, really? Yep. 
What else was out in the theater? But yeah, I mean, I think all the ones we've currently seen, I think, are sort of part of that post-streaming revolution, because that really did kind of bring documentaries back, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, when we watch the Oscars every year, almost all of those are like Netflix documentaries, they are. or well, are it, on Netflix And for years, way. like, I mean, you know... Because there's I, a market for it. Every year, like, I try to watch as many of the Oscar films as I can ahead of time, and the documentaries used to be impossible to find. You couldn't, you couldn't right. watch them mm-hmm. even if you wanted to. There was no way to see them. And, and now they're all about Syria. Now you can actually like find the them medical, on most of those sites. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, they're, Something they're about in, a lot of stuff, depending mm-hmm. on what you're looking for. Yeah. Now there's now it's so much easier to actually get to access to that stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because now it makes a market for it, where documentaries didn't quite have the same appeal. Yeah, and like they cover, in, they cover the important and interesting it. stuff. Like, I mean, well, I just watched, uh, like, a couple, was it two years ago, Icarus, which won, I think, for Best Documentary. That's which the... Is, the, the about psych- Do- doping, the doping well, I'm trying Russians. to think of that guy's name and it just fell out of my head. The, the biker man. Yeah. Well, P- Peter Bikerman. Peter Bikerman. Strong. No, no strong. it was about the uh, 2000. Live strong. 2014 Sochi uh, rushing doping no, scandal. It, the documentary was originally about doping and yes. cycling, and it blew open the scandal the fact about that they did the Olympic do doping. Mm. Yes. And that that documentary is one that's really funny because Lance Armstrong. Like, the, the first, it, it's there. not about him. I got the, there. Yeah, the first <laughs> half of that was about biking. The first half of that documentary is the documentary the dude set out to make, and it's bad. And then the it second is half is the part that accidentally happened, and that's the part that's amazing and incredible. <laughs> and that's a good point, because I do remember watching half of it, and I was like, I don't understand why it's so good. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's like, I had to come back to it like after it won, and yeah. I was like, okay, let me watch the rest he's of it. He's like, I, I like, trained oh, okay. so hard, and last year I came in fifth, and so I'm going to dope for the entire year, see if I can beat the system, and see where I place. And then he places in like 20th the next year while yeah. doping, and he's just like, if that had been his whole documentary it'd have been like great job wasting a lot of other people's money on your yeah, documentary i would have been like i've seen this before it's called supersize me instead he manages to link up with the russian dude in charge of all the dope scandals yeah if it's like a live <laughs> like they're making the documentary that's going on and anything could happen i mean like that's what's crazy about documentaries if, oh, yeah. if you're doing something like a music group or just like some like telling about a time like documentary wise i mean it's can't mm-hmm. be you can't write the narrative as it's going because it's already been written i remember watching my kid could paint that that came out a few years ago mm. oh it was yeah about, that's a good one it's about uh, a little girl who was just doing this amazing like abstract art but for whatever reason whenever the camera was on it she just couldn't do it hmm. and there's a scene in the do- where the documentary is like talking to the dad it's like what a, what kind of a documentary i'm making here is it like she really doing it or is <laughs> yeah or is this like you doing it for her? like what, what story are we trying to tell here and it's mm-hmm. like gets more complicated he didn't think that was going to be the story going in he thought it was going to be shooting a documentary about a kid who thing. paints. Yeah, it, it was built like, on a perfect it, lie. <laughs> and it and changed you, otherwise. And the documentary is like, okay, this lie is going to come forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to say whether that kid was really painting or not. It's like she ended up doing paintings Surprise. like later in life. She's not. And like she, she, she grew up to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like her dad was just like telling her where to do and what colors to use. Mostly, I don't think he actually I ever. The like, mom was painting the entire time. I don't think she, I don't think anyone but her put you know actual paint on the thing, but. She whatever for every reason like wouldn't work with the cameras on the dad like couldn't get the same result out of her. Hard to say. Yeah, yeah. sounds like someone else is painting those. It's I, I don't know. <laughs> like if 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 you're holding the brush, but I'm telling you what to do and what to use, it's like who's painting the picture? Yeah, that's true. That's kind of a it, it's kind of a neat philosophical question about the nature of the art. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you also gotta under you you gotta see if what he's saying is actually truthful. Mm. Yeah. If that's his, 
Yeah, I'm telling her what to paint. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> but supersize me. Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. I think he maybe did documentaries before this one. This is definitely his big one. Yeah. Came out in the theaters. I think this was like what he was... This this made his name... Without a doubt. For sure. This was his big break. I don't know if he was making... I think he was working on movies before this, like actual films. As like an art department or something like that. Okay. And why this was so sensational at the time is because like everyone knew McDonald's was bad for us, but we kept eating it anyway. Didn't really matter. It was the height of like the Super Size Me, the documentary. Mm-hmm. Things were getting bigger and bigger. The obesity epidemic was like raging in America. Yeah. It's where yep. it started. So the documentary's premise is that he, for 30 days, will eat nothing but McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And he always has to supersize it if they ask him if yes. he wants to supersize it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was built on the idea that McDonald's tried to say that their food was actually not going to make you fat. There was something that they said around that right time that, that yeah. made him go, okay, well, let me try that. Let me challenge that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think a court case just came out, I believe is what happened, that said it was a, it was, yes, it was a girl that was suing McDonald's for making her fat. And then McDonald's was like, our food is not what made you fat. Hmm. It was the fact that you were overeating or something like that. They were basically yeah. saying, no, it was you the entire time. So he's like, okay. Yeah. Well, let me let me try and see if I can prove that McDonald's makes me fat. Right. He gets a bunch of blood tests and makes sure like his like vitals. Yeah, they, like they, a have, they have a baseline. Yeah. Of like how, how he is, and he, you know he's like a healthy guy. He's like he says he eats McDonald's every once in a while. And this but, was supposed to be. It's like every day for a month he was going to do this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner he was yeah. going to have. But he also like goes out of his way. I feel some of the time to eat like specifically like the bad things. Yeah, no, he like said he was going to go through every single item he on d- the menu. He does eat the entire menu. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, in 30 days, you're going to get some repeats to happen. Yep. Absolutely. And, like... Because he gets to that, like, fish. Yeah. And he, like, throws it up. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's <laughs> He's, mo- like, a fish sandwich. Yeah, so the fun part of the movie is, like, he, he likes it, like, the first week or so, but then it, like, literally starts to kill him. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit over and over. It's, like, carbs and sugar mm-hmm. and salt and it's just, like, empty calories yeah. and bad and you, food. You just, like, and f- like see him it's all get worse. Well, and, and because he is and, supersizing, like, I mean... Yeah, McDonald's isn't great for you, but like if you're eating that much of anything that many times, I feel yeah. like you're you're gonna not feel great. Right, he's just <laughs> but, eating too much food in general. Yes, but at the same time, it, man, and it, it it's almost it's sort of like a like a you can't look away kind of documentary yes. where you're watching this man just like wreck himself. It's someone going it's to the extreme fun. of yeah, something. yeah. You get to like watch like his pain, and you're like, <laughs> oh man, what a crazy dude. Well, I would what, never. What's eat gonna happen next? Days at McDonald's, oh, brutal. Yeah. Ooh, man. But I will say, I remember people saying it, and I, I was thinking it too when that movie was over. Man, I want some McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that food looked good. Does anyone else want McDonald's? I was McDonald's like, I mean, like great advertisement. <laughs> the cover of that documentary with him and the fries in his mouth, mm-hmm. I'm always like, I could go for some fries. <laughs> yeah. He's also got that... Um, He's got that American chopper. The handlebars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Handlebar mustache. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That you see in like the OC Chopper show. Yep. Oh. <laughs> he looks like he fit, fit right in with those guys. American Chopper. American Chopper. I do remember his girlfriend or, or wife. I think it was his girlfriend. One or the other. Yeah. They ended up getting married and then they got divorced. But she's a vegan. 
And she's a chef, too. Okay. Yeah. So she's <laughs> That like, must not have been a fun day, month for her. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't... I think there's a moment really where she, like, their relationship she tries to, like, well. feed him broccoli or something, and he's like, broccoli isn't served at McDonald's, <laughs> so I can't eat the broccoli. <laughs> you knew what this was when you got into this relationship. <laughs> I'm a McDonald's man now. He's also... I'm just, like, throwing... I'm trying, yeah, random, trying to remember things I'm throwing random out of things the out there. He also like tries to figure out like well what what are the calories of the items yeah and then he like asks like a bunch of people at McDonald's like where where are your like nutrition facts because they have to post that you're like required yeah. to post like that. hidden yeah. uh, they're uh, like behind somewhere. a they're behind a cardboard cutout of Ronald McDonald it was like behind that like no one can find it <laughs> for quite some time yeah. they're like oh That's this funny. is where it is it's covered up this oh, movie like man. definitely brought that to light within like the fast food industry and food industry in general yeah calories started to show up next to the food items yeah information yeah. became like more obvious online of what was actually in your food and I do yeah. and a lot of the chains really did make an effort I think to include not necessarily healthier, but what looked to be like healthier alternatives on their menus. Mm-hmm. Like there was jokes coming afterwards, like because McDonald's incorporated, like introduced like a whole line of salads into their menu. But their salads, but the, are they so have bad. a lot of them have as many or more calories than some of the regular yeah. hamburger. You put any meals, dressing the, in the, there. The dressing they use is just insanely huge in calories. Yeah, I think a Big Mac is less but, calories than one of their salads. Yeah, it was. is. Um, and but yeah, you're right. There, it was kind of like this the beginning of that push for some of these changes, and I think those it. it spurring people to eat healthier in general force their hand mm-hmm. anyway because you know those people are going to eat less unless they give them an option for that and it's happening again with the impossible <laughs> burger at burger king it's like yeah. one of the best selling items like in fast food history like, yeah. right now something just it's came out it. too that said not any better for you probably not it's better, probably the same calories better for the planet though <laughs> reduce it, reduce our better, reliance yes, on beef, it did it did good. say that exact thing it said yeah. better for the planet not better for your nutrition yes i would believe that yeah yep we're not there yet. Yeah. You still have to eat real food, people. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I want a Whopper, Andy. I That's want a, Burger King. I want, a, I want a Big Mac, like that guy who eats, who ate a Big Mac every day for the for his like entire life that shows up in the movie. Oh, he does show up in yeah. the movie. And Morgan wow. Sprawlick meets that guy. He just recently had his like 10,000th or 100,000th <laughs> Big Mac. It was like a big deal. We should look up if that guy is dead. <laughs> no, he's still alive. <laughs> what? I think he's still alive. <laughs> he was skinny, too. <laughs> yeah, he was just the skinny He was like, guy. I eat three Big Macs a day, yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was like, dude, you are dead. I like this Big Big Mac guy. He's like the poster boy from McDonald's. There's actually yeah, not as many calories in a Big Mac as yeah. I would have expected. It's not it's that really, bad. Because that came up at Pub Trivia once, even. It could, like, the, yeah. like, you know, hot, you take that bread out of there and you got yourself a good meal. Yeah, I you think. had to guess how many calories were in like the a Big Mac combo. The problem with eating the Big Mac, though, is it's so big and the center just falls out it does. as it, you like, keep all, eating it. It all starts to like, come out the back. you're squishing it. Yeah. You're, you're squishing it's a problematic the sandwich. It's a messy burger. Yeah, they need to have it in like the in and out style where it's like wrapped up. It doesn't help also that they use like the shredded lettuce, so that stuff just gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like as soon what as you mess. pick that burger up, you get lettuce all There's over. There's no like tomatoes on that thing either. No, can I tell onions? you, I I still remember the the moment I had my first Big Mac. Same here, dude. Yeah, I do. <laughs> what? Dude, that burger's delicious. I love a Big Mac. <laughs> That's like a milestone in a kid's life when they transition from a cheeseburger when to I the Big Mac. I finally had like an actual Big Mac because like that's right. like the signature. Let's go around the room there. and tell our Big Mac stories real quick. <laughs> you go ahead, Andy. Well, well, mine, mine I remember because it actually coincided with the surgery that I had when, oh, I, was, wow. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like had this surgery done, and then I had told, I think my grandma or my mom, I had like some, a couple people with me. I was like, we are going to McDonald's, and I'm going to have a Big Mac after this yeah. surgery. Were you like were six like, or seven years old? I, yeah, I think I was like maybe, I was in third grade, I think. Okay. 
whatever age that would be. You would be Probably eight. S- okay. So I was like, we we're going to do this after, after we get done. And they were like, yes, we we're going to do that. Sounds great. I got to sit down, order it myself, eat the whole thing with all the, what does it have like thousand Island mm-hmm. stuff just like dripping out? Yeah, you can't even eat like an eight year old right. trying to eat a Big Mac. Come on. <laughs> it's just going to be a mess. <laughs> it's going to be a dirty ass mess. Oh my gosh. But it was, it was good. Yeah. It was delicious. Nice. You never go back. Once you hit the Big Mac level, you never yeah, go back to the Yeah, you never go back for it again. Yeah. You don't need it again. <laughs> no, I was going to say you don't go back to like regular hamburgers. Yeah. What's your Big Mac story, Andy? I I was at a friend's house and like I was staying over for the night or whatever. So like his parents were like, "Hey, like, you know, we'll get McDonald's. I'll go out and get it. Like, tell me what everybody wants." And I I said like something completely different. Like, you can I was have like, anything you want. I, just, I was like, oh my I, I was God. like, just get me like a, a two cheeseburgers and that's it or something. And somehow my order became a Big Mac at some point. So they came back and was like, here's your food. And I was like, and you're like, is this for me? I was like, but this isn't what I ordered. But it, <laughs> I was like, but I was like too embarrassed to say anything because I was like, I don't want to be difficult. I'll just <laughs> I'll just eat it. It's fine. And then I I like I bit another thing. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I think. I, I was like, I, I, was gonna say, I was like, I just became an adult. <laughs> and well, this Big Mac is really good. <laughs> the hype is real. All right, Brad. Yeah, hit us. So the Big Mac always was the adult thing, and you, as a kid, you want to do adult stuff. Of course, yeah, candy cig- You want to smoke? You get those candy you cigarettes. You want to sit at the adult table at Thanksgiving? Yeah, you're done with that kid stuff. Yeah, you want to watch R-rated movies. And you yeah. want to eat a Big Mac. You're like 12. Yes. You're basically a teen, which is basically like 30. Mm-hmm. You know? I remember, Your life is over. Yeah. My, my grandma used to watch us a lot. And I remember going to McDonald's with her at some point. like going Because we went to the play place and we just have a fun time. And I just remember like taking, like building up the courage to ask my grandma, Grandma, can I have a Big Mac? And she was like hesitant about it. And she's like, yeah. You can have a Big Mac. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, here oh we go. Buddy. Today I become a man. <laughs> sat down and like looked at this thing. I'm like, this is this is the greatest food that's ever existed. I, after this moment, I will be an adult. <laughs> and I just bit into that Big Mac and it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma was like so happy and like proud. Like she was, it was like seeing your kid like walk for the first time, you know? <laughs> she got to see me eat a Big Mac for the first time. How would you feel if we all ate a Big Mac between <laughs> this and our next episode? I mean, like, I would probably do that anyway. I was like, I, like, I had a Big Mac like three weeks ago. I'll, I'll have another Big Mac, sure. It's a big deal for you. Well, okay, you yeah, I, was okay. I was like, okay, I was like, oh, is this I unusual? Order like McDonald's burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't had a Big Mac. I don't know how long. I know I probably, like, mm-hmm. the last time I had it was just for, just a goof. Well, what's important? <laughs> <laughs> I had it just a goof. Just a goof. Just a goof. Just There's no way I really want this thing, but I haven't had it in a while. Yeah, just get me one. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and revisit that, that quad stack challenge. Video oh, no. That was, a, that was a bad oh, idea for food. Those were the fast food oh, days. Oh, the quad stacker? The quad stacker. Yeah, that was a nightmare. <laughs> it can't be like the big problem with the Big Mac now is th- they have the new what's the quarter pounder is 100% beef now, but like everything else in the menu isn't yet. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> they just passed legislation in Canada, or I don't know if it was like legislation, they just did it in general, but they started to put 100% beef inside their cheeseburgers, their Big Macs, and quarter pounders in Canada. Hmm. 
So, like, who knows what's even in this There's, sandwich I'm unit? To, I don't know if it was... And I have had a quarter pounder recently, <laughs> and it is juicy and good. It is it tastes like a hamburger, finally. Mm. It's something at McDonald's you can get that tastes like a thing you would get in real life. There's a, That's a, great. There's a different documentary that was all about... It was about, like, the meat industry. There's and a couple different ones. Chicken farms, sure. like they got all this undercover footage of like the horrific conditions at like these poultry farms and stuff. Is that but food ink? It might be. Yeah. Because in that one, they talk about how McDonald's is is sort of not necessarily the reason, but like one of the big pressures that kind of created this horrific like industry of like uh, animal treatment because they're feeding so many well, people like every day. It's not just that, it's not chickens. just that they're feeding so many. It's the fact that as a company they. Are they have a mission to with their brand? They want the a, a burger at any McDonald's in the world to taste, to the, taste same. the same, and so like they have to source a ton of meat, and they're extremely specific about the meat they're sourcing and how much of it from which places, so that they can maintain that consistency. And so like the, that, their order of meat alone can like creates this global meat industry of like just you know warehouses full of animals. That makes and sense. It's it's pretty nuts. And like the idea that like yeah, you could be in like Tokyo and just get a Big Mac and it's going to taste the same as mm-hmm. a Big Mac you would get here. It probably look better cuz they tend to make things look nicer in those from what I understand, but Are you aware that Super Size 2 is coming out? Super Size Me 2 is outer is coming out. I what? Heard and it's that. about him, Morgan Spurlock trying to make his own restaurant and just trying to get like good food inside of it and he like goes inside the industry of like <laughs> what it actually takes to be like a franchised restaurant just how crazy difficult oh, it could, is that could be pretty interesting it I seems like, like a very interesting documentary i feel bad for this i feel like he found like he found like the one thing that worked for him and he's been trying to recapture that ever since because yeah he, like, he had like the tv series i, I thought the tv did, series was great i like the, the 30 TV days show. yeah basically he did like the same premise of this documentary but was, with different things what was I that it was movie wonderful. it was like we want to sell you this movie it was like the presented by palm palmade oh, he made a movie yeah, that yeah. was like he wanted the movie to be 100 percent branded through advertisement yeah and he like pitched it through all the movies and like went to advertising meetings and he just tried to get the like his entire documentary funded <laughs> through advertising he ended up doing it too yeah i forget what it was called but interesting and then he was working on Super Size me too and then he went ahead and me tooed himself yes he did morgan spurlock this is what you he didn't me know tooed himself he came out and said that he had cheated on his wife yeah he was trying he to get s- ahead of it and he had sexually harassed some workers that he had been with Patting ladies on the butt and saying suggestive things. He had this big long Twitter thing that he posted, and he just kind of went away for a couple of years, like, yeah, like three or four years. And he's finally coming back with this movie that was made three or four years ago, but he was just like holding on to it because he knew no one's going to see it after that letter came out. Yep, sure. So we'll see if it's been enough time. Well, I mean, I guess I can give him credit for at least admitting it without like someone just going for it. Yeah, yeah. leading him into it. Like he he. He got ahead of his own story. Yeah, he brought it up himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if it's if mm. it's happened, I guess like that's you don't want it to happen in the first place. But at least I guess. But we don't is... need to talk about that. No, no, no let's just, not talk about that. I was bringing it up. Yeah, <laughs> to get it out of the way. That's interesting though. I kind of like I'm interested in the premise of the new one. Yeah, it seemed really interesting. Mm-hmm. He like goes through like chicken farms and beef farms and tries to like see how it's, what it's all about and try to make like a good burger and consistent. Like, he like, yeah. goes to, like a couple different places, like trying to buy a franchise and like starting his own thing. Yeah, like hearing, I mean, the restaurant business in general just seems like such a nightmare. 
to try and get into and like to operate in and yeah just, it's, if you just buy a franchise like everything's done for you everything just yeah. comes in packages that's why there's like so many dang subways everywhere cause it's like yep. one of the easiest businesses to run <laughs> you just have to heat that like weird bread up and then the yep. ingredients just like come in bags yeah and the menu's there and you just oh, toast it and so you go gross. that's so gross to think about mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an comes endless in a supply bank. of the same old garbage yeah pretty much day in and day out that same garbage coming in Ugh. and coming out all right, now I'm gonna go get a subway sandwich. Bye, guys. <laughs> so he ends so, up getting yeah. the his vitals back, and they're yeah. not good. No, he's, he's doing real he's bad. In bad shape. High cholesterol. He's you know put on some weight. Yeah, you could tell. And it's just it's just bad business. The doctors are like well, telling like, him to stop. Ju- and yeah, he's just, like, I'm not gonna stop. His quality of life was just bad. Like he was saying, like he just feels incredibly lethargic mm-hmm. all the time. Like, Loses he his like doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, and he, he just like feels like, like crap. Mm-hmm. So it's not, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say how much is, like, mental and how much is actually a physical reaction to just eating that much of that food. But, yeah, I mean, you, you really do see a dramatic trans transition for him over, those time, over the course of the film. Mm-hmm. And I forget if he, like, says he's, like, never going to eat McDonald's again or how it really, like, peters out, but. Yeah. I don't think he says that. Yeah. I don't know what happens at the end. I think he's he just, just kind of. better and moves on and He kind of just tells the results and he lets what happened speak for itself yeah Yeah. exactly Mm -hmm. one thing that he did end up (laughs) this is interesting he ended up getting the super size to go away oh yeah that was the response but that shit's back is it back yeah they have that i didn't know they had they had like a different they brought it right back hmm They, they, they were like we'll just hide it for a little while they still call it like specifically the super size. I don't think they do, think but those is. large sizes are I think, the yeah, same I think they just shifted their size now yeah. as they were then. I always hate when that happens. I'll be like, well, be like, what size? At a big thing, I'll be like, uh, just a medium or something. Like, yeah, I, it's like there's and, no and then, yeah, because like, and then they give you an enormous cup and like Taco Bell like, does This that. is the medium, and I was like, what is this? Taco Bell does that. If you get yeah. a large drink, they I think give there's you a small and large, large there. Yeah. I don't think they have a medium at Taco it's Bell. It's crazy. I think they're. I think they just labeled them. Yeah, they, they just, just, they just the took it and down, moved it over. Yeah, like I, a like a medium is actually a large. Yep. At other every other yeah. place. Yeah. In New York, I think they restrict to how much is in a drink. They but like that's the yeah. Only they state did. That does res- it. They did restrict soda sizes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still in effect. I think they should have the like but... soda tax. I think that did not go well. Yeah. I always just say the smallest size. Please God, give me. The smallest size. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should also have, this is, obviously they're not going to do this, they should have a combo price that excludes the drink. Then it's not a combo. <laughs> That's, they make Come the on, money man. off the drinks, man. Of course they make they the money make so off the drinks. They make so much money off the drinks. Because it like, it takes no syrup whatsoever. It's like no. pennies to yeah. the dollar. There's a corn dog place that I go to in the summertime in Grand Haven, and they charge a dollar for their soft drinks. That thing costs has got to be like three cents. Yeah, of course. That ba- that place is making money just solely off the drinks that they're selling. <laughs> the the profit margin is insane. But if I go there, I I'm gonna want the burger and the fries. You don't want the drink. I don't want the drink ever. I get unsweetened <laughs> like tea ever. if I can as a drink. Yeah, but that's it. That's like the only thing I'll have at the fast food restaurant. Soda is just too gross. I'm not a soda guy. But I, I like, like I those like soda machines, but still, even them, I'm looking at. Like, yeah, you get to choose. Nah, I, 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 I get like a sparkling water in there, but yeah. you know, you never know what's going on in that stuff. Natural and artificial flavors. Yeah, McDonald's Coke though is like a different breed. That, I was about to bring that up, actually. Dear Lord, that's <laughs> like a, that is specifically it's crack. Like McDonald's yeah, Coke. That one has more cocaine in it or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you guys ever watch the um, Ray Kroc document or uh, movie mm-hmm. with um, Michael Keaton? Mm-hmm. Batman. I think it's called Founder. It is the Founder. I have not seen that. It's, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about Coke as much, but <laughs> no, they don't. But you get to McDonald's. see how he got involved in McDonald's and yeah, how he turned it into what it's become yeah it's, it was basically a real estate company because he just kept buying land after like land that's what and, the story they yeah they've that's had what, that, that's been the story they're for not a, a restaurant places. They're, um i'm trying uh, a realty yeah, company i'm trying to think like npr or something just did they did a piece on like the automats the old like where you used to be able to go and like you know get food in a like that was just pre-prepared in a box and just pay for it and take it out hmm. and like you know, almost overnight, these things like popped up everywhere in New York and then across like multiple cities. What year are we talking about? Like thirty, like thirties to the fifties, I think was okay. sort of the heyday of the automats. I had never heard about this. <clears throat> and and they were like, yeah, you would get like, you know, rich people, poor people, everyone would just go to the automat because it was an easy way to sit down, have a like a quick lunch, and then get out of there and go do something else. And they talk about like how. The, there was like a, a sort of a decline in its ability to operate at that as much of a profit margin as it used to, and then like the the company that ended up owning it eventually, like had which had bought up the Automat brand, basically re- was like realized that the real estate all of their Automats were in was actually more valuable than the Automats themselves. Mm-hmm. So they just scrapped it and just like ended up selling the real estate instead. It's, yeah, it's sort yeah. of a weird thing. It basically that happened, happened with with McDonald's. Yeah. Ray Kroc was like, well, I own the land. Where your McDonald's are sitting, mm-hmm. and I own all of them. If you, so if you got let every, me own some of the business. Every yeah. McDonald's back to back, like could it feel like a state? Could it? What, what kind of oh man square footage would every McDonald's be if you just lined them all up? That's... I bet that'd be like its own small little European country. You think so? Yeah, it'd be like almost like a Denmark or something. Like Moldova, yeah, something bigger. <laughs> Bro, like every square mile. Yeah, I think I think McDonald's could be a, little, a country. A little Montenegro over there, yeah. without a doubt. McDonald Agro. <laughs> All right, we're going to watch Super Size Me, and we'll see what we got right and what we got wrong, and interesting things that we and find out. Maybe Andy eats a Big say, Maybe we'll eat a, Big eat a Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, what a big deal for you. <laughs> it's going to be a big day for that Big I'm going to eat it on the podcast. Are you? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> be old, maybe. I feel like Andy loves Big Macs. Oh, no. no. Follow Andy Love Chips, AndyLoveChips.com. Bye. In 2002, a few Americans got fed up with being overweight and did what we do best. They sued the bastards. Taking aim at the fast food companies and blaming them for their obesity and illnesses, a lawsuit was filed in New York on behalf of two teenage girls, one who is 14 years old, 4 foot 10, and 170 pounds. The other, 19 years old, 5 foot 6, and 270 pounds. The unthinkable had suddenly become reality. People were suing the Golden Arches for selling them food that most of us know isn't good for you to begin with. Yet each day, one in four Americans visits a fast food restaurant. And this hunger for fast food isn't just in America. It's happening on a global basis. McDonald's alone operates more than 30,000 joints in over 100 countries on six continents and feeds more than 46 million people worldwide every day. That's more than the entire population of Spain. In the United States alone, McDonald's accounts for 43% of the total fast food market. They're everywhere. Walmarts, airports, rest stops, gas stations, train stations, shopping malls, department stores, amusement parks, even hospitals. That's right, hospitals. At least you're close when the coronary kicks in. 
Lawyers for McDonald's call the suits frivolous, stating that the dangers of its food are universally known and that these kids can't show that their weight problems and health woes were caused solely by their McDiets. The judge states, however, that if lawyers for the teens can show that McDonald's intends for people to eat its food for every meal of every day and that doing so would be unreasonably dangerous, they may be able to state a claim. Are the food companies solely to blame for this epidemic? Where does personal responsibility stop and corporate responsibility begin? Is fast food really that bad for you? I mean, what would happen if I ate nothing but McDonald's for 30 days straight? Would I suddenly be on the fast track to becoming an obese American? Would it be unreasonably dangerous? Let's find out. I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mac Attack podcast. Andy Moldenhauer's eating a Big Mac. Right now, literally. Mm. This I just even... finished it. Yeah. No napkin. There is napkins. It's right there. All right. Took my last bite. You're a mess. Take that, please. How did you like your Big Mac? Did we um, each have a Big Mac this week? I did. Yeah. Brad didn't. I did. You did? Sure. Okay. Sure. I want to be that part of the very, team. That doesn't sound very real. What, what do you mean? <laughs> what else did I have to say? To say sure? You're supposed to say, of course I did. Well, I, well you know. I of did course for, I did. did it What's the, the difference? He did it. I we did all it. did it. We all did it. Did you... How did you like it? Um... It's not good. It needs tomato. No, I'm get a tomato boy. No, get I'm out of here. Guy. I'm a tomato you boy. Get the hell out. If they're putting tomato on it, then they're taking that Thousand Island dressing off because that sounds gross together. Yeah, that's you would no need way. a salad has tomatoes on it and Thousand Island dressing. Ugh. Not my, not my salads. Get that, those tomatoes. That's out my here. favorite combo. Tomato combination. A, tomatoes are a garbage food, and you're both garbage people because you like. <laughs> no, them. tomatoes are great. No, I love a tomato. Pass. You're that pizza sauce guy and ketchup man. Yeah, I would take the tomatoes. cheese off that. Look, that cheese was gross. The cheese is gross. All tomatoes do is just add off flavored water to whatever you're eating. That's what they do. <laughs> it gives that crunch factor. No, they're juicy. They're soggy. What crunch is there? Oh my gosh! I get double. It's like tomatoes, it's like double a... cute. Oh boy. Oh, I just had the <laughs> Big Mac burp. <laughs> you're you're, uh, you're having that reaction that. Uh, Spurlock had the first mm-hmm. super size he ate. Yes. See, now's the time of the meal when you start getting the McStomach ache. Right now, I got I got some McGas that's rocking. My sweating? arm. Are you sweating there? My arms. I feel like I got some McSweats going. My arms got the McTwitches going in here from all the sugar that's going in my body right now. I'm I'm dying. Oh, man. oh that was so gross. I ate mine in the car. No, the, the Brad. Ch- well, it's designed to be eaten in a car. It's not right? though. I can't be. Can it be? It can't be. It's way too messy. It's to be fast eaten. food. We talked about that in part one. It's like the shredded lettuce. The gets shredded everywhere. lettuce gets everywhere, and then the sauce car- starts coming out the back. The sauce as you and eat the it. pickles just it's, and the onions it's useless. Just keep flopping. Yeah, it out falls of out the thing. back. So yeah. you can kind of make a tray with the Big Mac box that they, they have it in. Yeah, but you, and you can sort of just like feed yourself like you're like you're a robot just. Putting sustenance in your conveyor I, belt. I would never <laughs> attempt this in a car. I was like, I, I, I like my car too much. I, like, I wouldn't make Hamburgers that mess Hamburgers are made to be the car food. No, Crunchwraps are made to be the car food, Brad. Taco Bell won that battle. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you you know, you're just like fast food. Mm-hmm. Because I want to take you out and eat you in my car. <laughs> Cut that out. Wait, is that a part of the Wesley Willis song? No, oh. but Wesley right. Willis is in this, I and I forgot about it. that. Yeah, surprise appearance by Andy Molnar, favorite. Wesley rock and Willis. roll McDonald's. Which makes sense. McDonald's is a place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. 
it is a good place to listen to the music. People flock here to get down to the rock music. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Because this was about McDonald's, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Did you just realize that, Andy? Yeah, I mean, I'm realizing a lot of things now. Uh, I was realizing mm. I was pretty bored watching this one. I don't know if I'm just spoiled with the, the glut of documentaries available today. But you didn't was... appreciate the fact that this is an indie film? I this know. is an indie it, documentary. It really is, because I was reading, like, the budget was, like, 60 grand, and, like... Yeah, he was going saying, around with a camera and, he and a microphone. They made, they made some real money off this one, because they, like... Oh, this movie was huge. Dude, it was, like, 60 mil they brought back. That's crazy. People 10x, 10x that, uh, that investment there. Yeah, he was first to strike gold on the, the food documentaries. Yeah. I, th- I actually enjoyed it. I watched it twice. Oh, <laughs> I watched it pass. one and a half times. I barely got through well, it the first Yeah, time. yeah. I watched it like one and like three-fourths of the way. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of like see it one more time and see if I missed anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was bored. I remember seeing this film and it being inspiring me to be a filmmaker because it's like he's using a, absolutely he's using a crappy mini DV camera, yeah, yeah. and like, just like microphones, and he's just kind of like sneaking into places. I did appreciate that. This is a this was like kind of the, one of the first big big theater feature run and guns, like where they're he's just like and yeah showing up in a place and being like, hey, can we film here? Thanks, bye. Mm-hmm. Right, because he's walking through McDonald's in some shots, and he's just holding the camera in his. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's, like, got it around his, like, armpit, basically. Yeah. And this is similar, I mean, like, documentary style, uh, um, uh, gorilla style, Mm -hmm. similar to that documentary where the guy tries to get a date with Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. It's, like, the same. I forgot about that documentary. You remember that one? That is a good one. came out, like, two years after this. (laughs) But the food is gross. Mm. The food looks so gross. Why some, do, why, some of the food. Looks I forgot gross. That the salad came in a in a cup container. Yes, that, that, yeah. was, that was the first McDonald's salad. Yep, the shaker. You get to <laughs> to shake it up. Well, Which, that's still a style. You that, still do that. I don't think that comes. No, in not McDonald's from anymore. McDonald's ones. They come in like maybe not. McDonald's, you can still but shake them because they come, but they come in like the wide trays now, yeah. sort of, and you can like have a lid, so you can still shake mm-hmm. it, which is good mm-hmm. because if. That is my preferred way of getting dressing on a salad. Yes, I hate trying the best way. I hate stirring a salad. It just means it's going to get all off my plate. On I, the, the I'm a table. fork dipper. I dip the fork in the dressing. Oh man, I've, I've adapted never, to I that. I've never really tried that, but I it's don't know like if that a would work for it's, me. it's, it's a life changing thing. I don't know. Food Network. Food Network. Know, you go to Fort College. You went to Fort. I went to Fort College. Fort Cornell. I, did, I thought that was going to work, and it didn't. You know what? It, you know what, though? It didn't. No. <laughs> I thought it was going to. Uh, Andy called that filet of fish scene. What? When he's, in, like, the, he's in the hotel, and he's just like, look at this. And he oh, just looks yeah. it up, and everyone's just that like, poor oh, sandwich. no. You could tell, too, because the bread stuck to the cheese, so it had been like just sitting there for a while. Yeah. Like, when he tried to pull it apart, like some of the bread was just The ketchup stuck. had fused the cheese to the bread. Like, is there ketchup I'm, on the filet of fish? I don't know if there it is. It's like tartar, tartar sauce. sauce. Oh, okay, yeah. It's the, just whatever a filet of fish, American cheese, cheese on there, yeah. and yeah. tartar sauce. Ugh. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, it's a frightening sandwich. I also thought it was funny how, like, you know, they talk the rules that are up front where he's like, you know, which we mentioned, I think, most of them, where he has to go through every item on the menu and all the other stuff. And, like, they mentioned the go through every item, like, like oh, man, what a task that's going to be. And he's like, I did that in nine days, and now I'm really bored with all this food. And <laughs> it's all, all kind of the wanna, same thing. I'm, I don't want to keep eating it. This hamb- this, <laughs> yeah. the, the menu was pretty limited in 2004. It there was. was. a lot of burger stuff. Not a lot of chicken things. And I think, I mean, I think There's the reason. There's still, like, no sides. Right. I was going to say, I think the reason that the menu is so much bigger now is in part because of this movie. Is like, this movie really got a lot of those restaurants to expand their offerings and at least attempt the appearance of offering a lot more 
I would say foods. out of the fast food places, Wendy's does a good job of having <clears throat> good sides mm. and and good good. They options. got that baked potato. No. Baked potato. That's like a, they got that's the like chili. Huge yeah, they have a bunch of a bunch of healthier sides, but I, I'm putting healthy in quotes. Yeah. That potato with nothing on it, if you don't like dump a bunch of cheese or whatever on it, it's a good potato. My understanding is Taco Bell is one of the easiest places to eat good low-cal stuff. Like They've got like the Baja Fresh menu and a lot of, like you can yeah. just, you know, if the you ba- substitute the, out some of the... The Fresca? Yeah, maybe. Where it's like no cheese. Yeah, there's, and, and you no can like substitute out a lot of the stuff that would have calories with plenty of, they have like so many other ingredients you can put yeah. in that don't. And they, they're pretty low quality meat, but if you don't get that, if you sub that with a bunch anymore, of stuff. That's not true anymore, Brad. It they, feels like it is. No. That it's was, all, it's all the taste kind of bad. No, they, they, that was all, that was an urban legend. <laughs> urban legend. Wait, what was the urban legend? They, like, they were, the like, B quality beef. They were like, oh, they have like cardboard filler in their beef even. Oh, the Taco like, Bell terrible thing? quality. And like, yeah. like Taco Bell that like straight up was like, it was like, hey, let's, let's, we will straight up release our meat inspection reports and it turned out they had like some of the best meat in the entire fast food biz <laughs> we're like yeah what you, which who, is probably still like this? c c level mm-hmm. meat it's, just, it's supposed to not be bad but who knows really <laughs> yeah, i mean at this point i don't trust any of that stuff hey, no. do you work for taco bell May, oh, hey you, no are you working for big tb <laughs> big t oh, oh, oh the, wow yeah big tb big yeah t- big tuberculosis <laughs> Why are oh, you i don't so want to be a part of i wasn't offended i was just like <laughs> it doesn't it sounds different than what you meant they call me big tb <laughs> It sounds like you have a lot of tuberculosis. Yeah. Well, it's big. You're big time. You're Biggie TB. They don't have Biggie size anymore. No. That's gone. Super size. Six gone. months after this movie disappeared. Yep. Their stuff's very large. What's still. the What's the yeah. largest size? I think it's just large. called large. It's just large. And it is not. They didn't just shift everything up like and change the names. They really did get rid of the super yeah, size. Oh, that, good. That is gone. good. Good. Man, when he had the 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 first time he brought out the super sized cup, those were so big. Holy, that was like a was liter massive. of cola, and I had plenty of jokes about super troopers there. But like, it was genuinely like a liter sized cup of soda. That lady said that was like six hundred to eight hundred calories. Yeah, and, and empty calories. Man, too. And when they covered mm. like the seven eleven big gulps too, like they oh, mentioned that. And for, like, forgot the about the gastro bypass surgery in big this movie. That he's like, a, it's like a straight up half gallon. Cars have introduced larger cup holders to accommodate those huge 7-Eleven double gulps, which are 64 ounces, a half gallon, and hold anywhere from six to 800 calories, depending on how much ice you put in. A half gallon of soda. A half gallon of soda for one person, 48 teaspoons of sugar. I, I gotta be honest. Ooh, that Big Mac's oh, coming up. Bubble you got, in my throat. You got a Big Mac stuck in there. I gotta be honest. There. Big Mac attack. Some of my family would drink those large, yep. the largest oh, big yeah. gulp cups one a day. Kids in high school would do one it. One a day yeah. for years. Because if you get years. the big one, you get like super cheap refills. So mm-hmm. a lot of them would get the really big one and keep filling it up because it was you could do it for like a dollar. And yeah, like they drink so much soda. It's so <coughs> bad for you. I skipped the surgery scene because I remember the being in the movie mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to watch it. You skipped I'm, it? I'm going to skip it. I'm going to skip the two minutes of seeing the surgery they, I don't happen. think they showed it. Or no, they did, actually. Yeah, yeah they did. I was, yeah. I know they showed for shock value. I know this guy didn't because he loves to watch videos of surgery. That, was, surgery that was tame compared to what I've seen. I've seen, like, amputation videos. Oh, jeez. These, are, these are, like, surgery. It's not, like, someone in the field doing it. It's, like, a medical procedure. <laughs> You watch it like amputations in a meadow, like that's the kind well, of Well, let brutal... me ask you, like, if you go to med school, do you have to watch this stuff? I don't know. You I'm probably not, do if you're go going to get into school. that field. This was half. The you work on I cadavers. I my yeah. uh, my friend's Why wife. Why can't I watch it just for interest? <laughs> <laughs> my friend's wife's uh, like a group of students get a cadaver for the year, 
yeah. you just work on that cadaver and you do stuff to the cadaver. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was a guy <laughs> or gal. That'd be interesting. Just I, for like a few oh, group man. of students to work on. <laughs> yeah, I used to work for uh, Wayne State Med. And it was weird when you like there was cadaver day when like all the students get groups and they get assigned their cadaver and like you had to make sure that like you know I was just doing like tech support so but we had to make sure like the X-ray boxes worked like all the lights were fine and we like test all the gear in there and I was like this is creepy because they're just all laying out there on yeah. sh- with sheets over them you used to like, yeah. pop up like zombies yeah and get you. it was <laughs> a very it was the creepiest day of work mm-hmm. oh boy <laughs> so that's why I watch medical videos yeah no fa- I mean I'm you not intrigued so that you, when you go to med school you'll be ready it started it started with wisdom teeth extraction i remember because i wanted them so bad because i couldn't even like you wanted wisdom teeth i wanted them out like i couldn't even really close my my mouth completely (laughs) when i had them. brutal so it was it was uncomfortable so i was like what is that like yeah and then Mm -hmm. you just go down the rabbit hole i got mine out when i was 18 never looked back get those teeth Mm -hmm. out of there i got mine out when i was 26 (laughs) that was long enough i'm trying to think i got mine out i was probably about 27 when i got a little older yeah Yeah. Hmm. gotta get those suckers out of there but that guy was getting gastric bypass surgery Mm -hmm. because he's so big yeah so much soda yeah yeah so much the, the same problem with him yeah he was drinking too much pop and even even his wife was saying how much pop she was drinking it sounded like way too much as well Mm -hmm. yeah it's a soda family and I didn't realize until they pointed out in the documentary that only like four things on the menu don't have sugar in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. There's so much freaking sugar in this McDonald's yeah. stuff. It's it is a drug that they're oh, serving sure. you. McDonald's itself. Sure. It's it's addictive. Yeah, I mean, it's any legal it's like a whole culture too. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. There's a good Adam Rins everything where he talks about sugar and how like like I, I, in air quotes, big sugar like really pushed. It's it's weird how many parallels there are between like the sugar industry's lobbying and like the the tobacco industry's lobbying, sure. and how like it, it like you know sugar obviously just never had the image problem that smoking did, so it was never followed up on, and like it's it's so bonkers to like well, think, think about how even... much sugar is in stuff all the time, and one of the main reasons is because it is movie. addictive. And well, I think even um, there's a sugar documentary mm. that came out like in the last five years, and it. It talked about how the sugar industry was able to def- deflect the uh, people gaining weight to fat, fatty foods, yep. and and just like, just no, it's not us. It's it's this over it's here fats. that's actually happening. And like, no, it's definitely the sugars, but it was a successful lobbying. <laughs> and it, and it, they were able to make that work for decades. Yeah, I feel like if you're part of any group of like food, and you're at a McDonald's, whether it be sugar or beef or chicken, or wheat, or anything, you're making pretty good bank. Because there's just so many McDonald's. Yeah. You have to provide so much food for this company. Mm-hmm. Potato farmers, like, they only have french fries. You can get, like, a little apple kid snack, but, like, that's it. And just, it's such a... Yeah, I mean, they're like a world market. They're yeah. all over the world. So there has to be and potatoes everywhere and cows everywhere. Exactly, yeah. To feed yeah. McDonald's. I do kind of like, yes. I, I don't know if this is 100% or just me reading the menu wrong, but like the last time I was in there, I was looking at the kids' meal that you can get now, and it's like soda's not even an option that is listed. Like hmm. you can get like milk or juice or like two or three other things, and there is like no option to have a soda as a part of the kids' meal. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I, I, can I think that's fair, that. but like, I, I'd still be concerned about the juice. Oh yeah, certainly, because the juice is going to have a ton I'm of sure sugar, as much it. sugar probably. Yeah. Water, unsweetened tea are like the only things you could get at McDonald's drink wise. Yeah, that aren't going to mm-hmm. be terrible for you. I also forgot in the documentary that he actually goes into a school 
and I know this has like been done a lot since then, but he like goes through all like, the school processes of the food they're getting and what's in it. And yeah, it's sort of like outside the documentary. It feels like its own little. It could be its own documentary in and of itself, and it is in other places. Right. But I had forgot that it even showed up in this one. Yeah, I I, I think it's very fitting though for the documentary because it's exploring the fact that kids learn at an early age like what type of foods to eat and mm-hmm, and they yeah. learn that in school and so if school is offering bad choices they're only gonna well even really want to choose from these bad choices or yeah. or they'll feel more comfortable in that like area and even food. apart from choosing bad food learning to choose these bad foods is like a lot of these kids don't have that choice like they go there and they get what the school gives them and if the school's giving them crappy food like you know they can only the parents can only do so much if they're feeding them like a healthy dinner if they're eating a crappy lunch every day. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, you have to get accustomed to eating healthy. It's so easy to just get used to eating yes. bad food, right? There's definitely... There, there like, is... I would never want vegetables as a kid, but if I yeah. had cooked them in a certain way or like done something, maybe I would have been convinced. But yeah, and there even is a, a mentality certain... as, a, as a... Sorry. Yeah. Mentality of a kid is just like McDonald's Playland. You know, I want the toys. I want the mm-hmm. fun things. I, all Every time I eat something, it needs to be fun. Right. It should never just be for sustenance mm-hmm. or like the healthiest thing I can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a kid, I just like you don't put that together and make good choices. Right. Right. And there's truth too to when you consume like that those amounts of like sugar and stuff your palate is sort of annulled to it. So like I mean it's there's plenty of stories of like when you cut out a lot of sugar things that are like seemed like flavorless to you suddenly become a lot more tasty yeah. because your mouth is sort of readjusting your palate to a much lower sugar content and they're like that's sort of where your mouth should have been but it's become accustomed to the amount of sugar that is put into a lot of these processed foods yeah i'll cut sugar out every once in a while and just like a piece of corn or like a sweet pea will taste like so sweet to me like vegetables yeah. will start to taste sweet again ones that are sweet carrot oh my gosh yeah so sweet the other thing too that was happening is he he was becoming addicted to the sugar rush because he was drinking so much soda mm-hmm. that his his brain adapted to the sugar and was like you need more and more sugar to keep fueling because it you you crash so fast right so he was like feeling really bad because his his body like quickly adjusted to it and and just kept craving it he got like he literally got addicted to it. Another rule we d- we forgot to mention in part one was that he'll only walk five thousand steps a day. Because that was like the average right. amount like a person in America walk, like walks. Mm-hmm. He's right. usually walking miles in New York, so it was like a big change to, uh, you know, cut out that exercise. Yeah, yeah. And he and he excluded all exercise completely, as just aside from walking max five thousand steps. Mm-hmm. Very sentient lifestyle. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was trying to make it as realistic as possible for the average American mm-hmm. that consumes McDonald's. Right. The so it is built on the premise that uh, McDonald's said that they understood their food was not not the healthiest, but they said that it wasn't them that directly caused people to get fat. Which I think they do have an argument there, but they're also yeah. saying like the only way that they would consider if their food was bad for you is if someone ate it for every meal. Yeah, which is this is the inspiration for the documentary was mm-hmm. the lawsuit um, from like two families filing saying like that their kids were obese due to McDonald's. And McDonald's says if you can't and prove that's, it, then... that's a really tough case to prove because you're right. You do have to be able to prove that it was directly McDonald's and that and to the exclusion of like any other causes. And that's like that's why you find it even cases where like a company like just dumped toxic waste in like a town's river. 
it is still incredibly difficult to prove that that caused like everyone in the town to get cancer because there's so it's that's such a huge bar to like jump over mm-hmm. um and, and yeah like that's those would be really tough cases and there are like reading through the, like the wikipedia for the movie too they talk about um there was a number of like follow-up sort of not like responses directly but like people who did essentially the same challenge as him and we're like, I lost a bunch of weight. It's just sort of how you manage it. And talking about, like, not obviously the supersizing, I think, was a big part of his issues with the health. Um, like they talk about, like, as long as you're getting regular portions, it's actually not horrific mm-hmm. to eat this stuff every day. Right. The problem is when you're eating the, the amount of calories that come in the humongous sizes that they offer. Yeah, the Big Man he just ate only has like 600 calories in it. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, it's like it's a, a reasonable it, meal. It's really not that mm-hmm. many calories in a single Big Mac. It, it, it's surprisingly less than you would think, at least. Um, the biggest thing is like, but if you get, you know, the supersized fries, that's yeah. more calories that's than where the you're Big Mac itself was. It's the humongous. fries and the soda. You can right. double or triple right. your calorie intake just with the soda and the fries on the side, depending on how big they are. Right. Although the other thing you got to consider, too, is the food groups that you're getting from the food you're consuming. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So if it's more carbohydrates, more sugars, fats, mm-hmm. protein, I mean, it, the mix-up does does matter as well. He met, he met up with a nutritionist, a gastroenterologist, and a general practitioner in the film. And a cardiologist. And a cardiologist. Yeah, the, check, to check his heart. The nutritionist was always, like, trying to get him to, like, take a multivitamin or just, like, drink more water <laughs> and, like... He's like they had the most like fighting, I would say, out of the the two things like playing. Yeah. And they're playing it like up a, a playful bit. fighting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other clips of just the doctors were just like kind of just check ins and their opinions on stuff. But <laughs> what did you think of the doctors? Did you get like? Did you uh, have any were, feelings I think about them? They're playing it up a little bit. It's it playing seemed it yeah, bit. especially the general practitioner guy. Yeah, <laughs> like he was like almost casted. I, I was like, I don't know how I'd feel about him as a doctor. He was so indifferent about everything. Like, he didn't want to say his opinion one way or the other. It was almost like a weird, like, he knew it could be, like, legally, like, gray. Because yeah. it's also being filmed as well. Yeah, right. So he wasn't really agreeing to anything no. or disagreeing with anything. He was, like, one of the least, like... <laughs> and then the cardiologist guy seemed like the, the oh he least. was animated <laughs> he was like it's not gonna really do anything It'll, it's gonna raise your triglycerides and that's it yeah that's i think true. he downplayed he very skeptical. it quite oh, a bit yeah guys can we talk about uh another famous person that does make an appearance in this film that was kind of weird and it, very strange in today's modern age of uh, jared Fogel. oh yes oh yes i'm glad you brought that talking up to a bunch me. of like kids in school how inspiring oh. was he in this film oh. <laughs> One at, at the time. Oh, oh boy he's talking about that, doing good stuff for that kids. segment with that trick came in it blew my mind because i was like oh that's right uh-huh. oh, that's oh. So and he talks boy. about how he got like teased as a kid and how he like felt bad and i'm just like thinking in my head of like who he is now and like how he felt then yep. and i'm like oh my god and i feel so like the sense. mom and the daughter they're like telling him like how much it means to yeah. like give her like the daughter hope that like you know she can you know eat healthy and this stuff and you're and he's like the, yeah, I'm just the daughter really, took- I really like helping kids and I'm sitting there like Ooh. the daughter took like a bad message away too because he was like she was like I can't afford two sandwiches a day yes. I was like that's not the exact message yes. of what he was <laughs> yeah. trying to get yes. across I, right. I had the exact same thought I was like right. I don't really think that's what he was saying <laughs> right I can't eat two sandwiches but a day. I almost got the feeling that the mom was like kind of pushing her to 
to uh, share her story because it was yeah. actually just the mom sharing the story. It really was. And I, I was mean, like, this is a little odd. Yeah, well, if you're that girl, like, I'm sure she's just like, I don't need to be in a documentary talking about my weight. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I'm in a high... Like, I'm to in a school, clear pedophile. All my kids are going <laughs> to... Yeah, well, now. All my classmates are going to be making fun of me, mom. Mom's like, all right, this, is our, this is our 15 minutes, girl. You better get in line. Yeah, it, it very much felt that way. But it was definitely weird getting hitting that moment in the documentary being like, oh boy. The feel-good moment of this movie. And yeah, just, yeah. Jared no, it is. Speech. Thinking about how that was, <laughs> it was like a received at deflating. the time, you're like, oh man. Because like, that, that was like a big mania when, when his like uh-huh. that, that whole So he's campaign. in prison now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably for the rest of his life, I imagine, or a for long a while, time. I think, yeah. I don't think they have subways at prisons. You don't think you so? Might not be able to eat there. I don't know. You they got to get fat again. They, they always <laughs> turn up in weird places. <laughs> I don't think you could get fat in prison. That'd be like that'd you be, don't think so. I don't no? think so. I bet they. The, well, they were the same companies that serve the schools That's serve true. at the prison. Well, I bet they portion well, the yeah, control. Let's though. find out when we get those uh, the special. Uh, Haven't you been hearing about special order? Have you heard about podcast? some of what uh, the prisons in Michigan have been dealing with? Mm-mm. Oh, they've been dealing with like bugs in their food and mold and like things clearly expired and they're serving this to people yeah it was like a huge lawsuit like it's it's so crazy hearing like i mean these are all definitely issues especially like for-profit prisons where you know they're trying to just squeeze every penny out but there's also been a bunch of stories recently like like alabama has this weird like bylaw where any unused portion of the like the county's jail food budget like the sheriff just gets to keep and oh, so there's all, the there's all these sheriffs that just like money, that they buy like they just buy like bologna and bread and like that's all they'll feed the prisoners because oh my anything God. all the surplus goes into just they can just do whatever with and so like he's like yeah I bought a second house that like I have a beach like a house now because of this from a, oh, it's, oh, it's from a 60s movie <laughs> I, and how do private prisons work they have like contracts or mm-hmm. something like yep okay. the state pays them per inmate. And so so it is through like taxpayer money. So the whole incentive is we need to be able to, you know, house and feed and do all the stuff for this inmate for less than the state is paying us per inmate. And yeah. the, however much less is means that much more profit. So it's like That's very shady. Yeah. That should be illegal. It's pretty nuts. But back to McDonald's. Mackie Donald's. A different kind of prison. Ooh. <laughs> a prison inside yourself. <laughs> What'd you guys think of uh, John Lennon eating all those Big Macs? party with big mac that guy was funny i i feel like i I like i identified with that guy from when like when i first ate a big mac and i was like these are delicious i can eat these all the time (laughs) but that dude was a little overboard even Mm -hmm. for for me yeah i didn't think everything was like negative necessarily in the movie he was like the first time he had a big mac he like ate six in one day (laughs) he's like yeah i got like three and then i came back two hours later and got three more and then came back two hours later and got three more and i was like to be fair that sounds like it would have been me in college that's like something sure. i would have done that i'd yeah. be like for, you know more big macs why it. not yeah mm-hmm. exactly so that too and in the movie he was being shown because he was eating his nineteen thousand. yeah like he's like a like a yeah, donald he's celebrity like 50, mm-hmm. now i think he just like surpassed I, I had to look it up he he's, yeah. last year in march he hit thirty thousand. and he was saying <laughs> thirty thousand big Macs. and they're saying like he i don't know if it was he just proposed or if he actually got married like outside the mcdonald's oh, sure. yeah yeah Big Mac and stuff like that's interesting. <laughs> I don't. I don't I know. Say it's bad. That could have been like, you, Andy. It's, it's not, kept it's those not Big bad Macs. because he liked it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's significant to him, and I get that. It just seems so strange from an outside perspective. Is all sure. Yeah, 
Everyone, the people on the street, like, loved McDonald's and were talking about how great it was. And I think even, like, the last scene of the movie where he's throwing the party for himself at McDonald's, it's a little <laughs> uplifting. And I kind of want to go to McDonald's. Yeah. Did you see it's that like, the, nutri- like fun. the nutritionist showed up to the party, oh, too? Really <laughs> she was, like, in a couple shots in the background. I was like, oh, she's there. She's, like, still putting the celebratory movie for the film. No. And and two was it her practice that shut down in the middle yeah. of the movie? Yep. Okay, that's what I figured. She had to move buildings or whatever. Yeah. So what did, what did he learn? What did we learn from this? You get fat and you eat a lot of sugar. <laughs> yeah, don't eat that eat many McDonald's calories and that every, much amount of sugar, and get that amount of exercise. Yeah, yeah. seems like a bad move. Get up, get, get up and walk around a little bit if you're going to eat that much McDonald's. There had to have definitely been a lot of copycats, like you were saying. Yes. Like after this film, yep. right? There were, there, it sounded like there were a number of people who sort of tried to replicate the results from this. Because, like, I don't know if it was just because they were curious or they were like, like, clearly that's not accurate. And so they went out to try and do it themselves or whatever. And, yeah, wildly different results depending on who was doing it. And kind mm-hmm. of the, I think they're, they're kind of... Maybe, may, might have come down to their rules or potentially even just outside factors even that aren't shown but right plus you're just studying one person so mm-hmm. someone's yeah. experience it's not yeah. it could yeah. be vast different. sample size different. is way too small to extrapolate right exactly but i think out of anything like the lawsuit didn't really prove their case but this movie did i think prove their case I think this movie at made, least in like the public eye yeah the movie made a big impact the, the again reading the like the wikipedia they were talking about how in um like a lot of theaters mcdonald's was like um running ads before the movie to be like here's what we think about this documentary basically and <laughs> i love um, that and yeah talked about how like they just quietly axed the supersize a couple weeks like six weeks or something after the film came out yep. and they were like no no it's not because of the documentary but like never say everybody else about knew. it and yeah like, it's because of the documentary. he's they said it was because it wasn't selling well but according to the documentary like everyone's getting supersized yeah yeah it's like that's a whole big thing and they, it seems like they did kind of change some things about their menu. They introduced the salads like we yep. were talking about. So they they tried to be a little bit more health conscious. And they're even still like trying to push towards that. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be right now it's a giant deal whether or not they go within the Impossible Burger or the Beyond Meat yeah. in their mm-hmm. stores. It's going to happen one or the other. And whatever one they pick is just going to like make all of the money. Yep. <laughs> yes. And it's probably beyond meat. It might be. They're, they're, it's like it's still up to debate yeah, which one they want to use. Because Burger got impossible lockdown right now, you know? <laughs> I mean, they might oh, use the right. same meat as them. Then I don't know. But who who's going to Burger King? People like that. <laughs> right now, everybody's going to Burger King because of that burger. Oh, it's okay. It's giant right now. That's fair. I yeah. didn't even consider that. Mm-hmm. The chicken wars happened, and like Burger King was suddenly getting this impossible burger out, and people were just like taken off guard well the the chicken thing because of the popeye's chicken that yeah. thing exploded too it's i haven't had one yet i want one so bad but i want one very bad <laughs> have you Did had you one hear yet someone no, pulled out a gun because they were out of them oh, sure. i was like what is that happening sounds right. i mean there's people are getting the lines the line are like it's I, time to get one of these the lines are insane oh, let's go get oh, one popeye's like I, I like i drove past it and i was like oh maybe i'll get one i've heard they're like out at some of them so i wasn't like too Sure, like maybe if it's open, but the line was like out the door, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm just going somewhere else. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like two weeks ago, I was listening to NPR, like reviewing it and saying why it was like better than everywhere else. It's the it's whole like, big chicken time. It just sounds so good. I've even had Chick Fil A like regularly. There is one like sort of close to us. I just don't go to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe in their policies. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you mean? <laughs> the, the owners' beliefs. Oh, to be closed on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you know? Yeah, I'm hungry on Sunday. What am I supposed to do? Go to McDonald's? Very rude of them. Very rude. 
<laughs> and it's no other reason. Yeah, meanwhile, we can go to, over to, to KFC and get that chicken sandwich where it's like literal chicken breasts instead of bread or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, the double down? The double yeah, down, that that's right. bad. Mm, it seems like. No. They've been pushing that for years. I get the Wendy's spicy chicken. Even I couldn't get to it. I yeah. do like the Wendy's spicy chicken. That's the only like chicken sandwich. But maybe those Popeye's ones. I remember, I think, was there, ever, was there ever a fast food item that like left a menu? And you there used to be there's a couple things. I never had the McRib, so I don't know what that was like. Wendy's used to have Caesar wraps, and they were oh, so good. Interesting. Wait, I, they feel were, like I remember they those. were on like a pita bread that was like fluffy and Ooh. airy, and it was just like chucked full of chicken and lettuce and Caesar dressing, hmm. and it was delicious. Oh man, Taco Bell also had like a, a Caesar taco of some kind, and that was great too. I just like a Caesar fast food item. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it's boiling down to. Yeah. Nothing beats a Caesar salad. Oh, I love a Caesar salad, but if it's in a wrap or in a taco, forget about it. Come on, wrap it up. Get out of here. (laughs) Get out of town. Get out of here. (laughs) People liked the the big and tasty or the McRib. Yeah, those are the big McDonald's ones. Okay, does the big and tasty still exist in Canada? Okay, because when he said that in the movie, I was like, oh, I remember that. But Mm -hmm. hmm. yeah, that's gone. gone. It's gone. I don't think I've ever had like a McRib or anything. Think. The hula burger? I got rid that. Ooh, this no. is a piece of pineapple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, disgusting. I, uh, the, the dumbest idea possible. I got sad. Burger King, they have their like their chicken tender crisp sandwich. They had like the spicy chicken tender crisp, which was just the same sandwich, but with like they had the spicy sauce they put on it. And at some point, they they axed it. And I've I never was, liked a Burger King. I was King so thing. upset when they got rid of that because I loved it. And then they came back and they're like, "Now we have the new spicy chicken sandwich." And it's just, it's spicy breading now, and I'm like, it's not the same. You guys, you let me down. You know, you, really, you men- really hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> you really hurt me. There's a couple items coming off the Taco Bell menu that are a big deal. Mm. They're getting rid of the double-decker. Are you oh. fucking kidding me? I am not. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing I got. <laughs> and they're getting rid of the Cool Ranch Doritos taco, I think. Oh, okay. But I don't Whatever. care about that. Double Decker taco? Yeah. You mean I That's can't even staple. get the Double Decker Taco Supreme? I remember when Shaq was selling that to me in 1997. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's old. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Godzilla Chihuahua tie-in, I'm pretty sure. Well, don't oh, they have like the, the triple taco now? Triple taco? No, no, no. I just made that up. Are you drunk? Think, well, they went from the two to the three. <laughs> Quadruple you know, stack. You, know, you say that like, and I would laugh, but it's I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna go to Taco Bell and ask them to make me a three a three taco taco, just all stacked. You can together. do that. You oh, can, I'm going oh, to you can make it happen. I'm gonna make it a menu. Do you see item. the Little Caesars Quattro? You see commercials for that thing? What? It's four different kinds of meat pizza in one pizza. You get two slices of pepperoni, two slices of bacon, two slices oh, of sausage, and like two slices of like all. So of it's them. like when you go to those pizza buffets and they have those yeah. hodgepodge pizzas, but now you're actually just bringing it home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I'm not a meat person on pizza. Ooh, me neither. I do not like it. I'll take a bacon, but I'll but I'll leave I'll, a bacon too. Oh, give me a bacon. I actually, I'll give take me a bacon, pepperoni. Bacon, bacon is like Italian one of the sausage. ones that I absolutely don't sausage want. Sometimes ham is like the only thing I don't want Ugh, on a pizza. Ham's a gross. I don't like ham, ham on gross. pizza. I feel like there's a way to do ham correctly, and they just yeah, don't do it. They just want that big slab. And I get upset too because i like i also like i do like pineapple on pizza so that's a hot take i but i hate hawaiian pizzas because the ham is on there and i don't want it get yeah. it out of there just give me yeah. a straight up pineapple pizza and, and the problem is too when you say like i like pineapple on pizza people automatically assume okay we're gonna get ham a, too on there yeah like, you, you're like oh well get please the don't hawaiian. do that and i'm like no i didn't say i like pineapple and ham on a pizza yeah. i said i like pineapple on a pizza <laughs> Get out of here. Pineapple and jalapeno, though. <laughs> Let me, uh, That's t- a good t- combo. T- tell us how, how you really feel. <laughs> Guys, we gotta, do we have time for this? Because I'm, I'm about to, we're about to get into it. <laughs> it's about to pop off. 
You didn't. You never really eat a lot of fast food. Did you have any favorites growing up? Oh, I did eat a lot of fast food. Oh, yeah. Do you have um, any items? Mostly you can't Taco have Bell anymore? items, though, is what mm. I go for. So you were a big Taco Bell guy as a, when I'm you still, were in your younger I, days. I still yeah, eat Taco still. Bell. Ooh, yeah. You can't kick the habit. <clears throat> no. Got to get that Baja blasted. I feel no. The one thing I always get, <laughs> without fail, every time I go to Taco Bell, I I, I will grab at least one or two of the uh, spicy potato soft tacos because oh, yeah. they're so mm. freaking good. They're tasty. I've, I, it's weird. I, I don't. I almost never eat Taco Bell for lunch anymore, but I will go there for breakfast because the breakfast crunch wraps. It's not bad. Are delicious. Oh yeah, they're, they're delicious cheap too. Yeah, they're cheap and they're like the little tiny handheld ones. Like they're not the same size as like the regular crunch wraps. They're like that's yeah. smaller. What they, that's what they triple dip. Easy the and crunch just crunch wrap. Yum, yum, yum. Like that's an easy breakfast that I can eat in the car. Yeah, because ta- they're the taco made for breakfast the is very nice. I, I mean anything. Oh my gosh, breakfast tacos are like my favorite. <laughs> food in the world i would eat it for every meal yeah i will say i had some of the uh crunch wrap breakfast sandwiches yeah. and they, they are They're fine. quite nice They're like fine the the uh the jalapeno cream or whatever they this is what it's called the the sauce they put on the breakfast mm-hmm. crunch wraps is delicious i love it and i want it on everything else do you get like coffee with it in the morning no i, th- I feel like they don't have like the drink oh, yeah. the morning drink figured out yet quite that's yeah, true. I, I don't coffee. think i i never get a drink with they it need I like a, I just they need like an iced coffee or like a something like a Mexican hot chocolate or Mexican yeah. um, ooh, iced, ooh. iced coffee or something. I will say one thing that McDonald's does not know how to do is make iced coffee. It's gross. Oh. It's so it sugary. Is, it is awful. It doesn't even look like coffee anymore. No. Man, it's I, very bright white. I don't think I've ever... Exactly. I don't think I've ever the worst liked ever. or wanted a coffee from like any fast food place. Dunkin' Donuts I, is the only place I would get a coffee from. Yeah, those are okay. Or else I would like, give me an orange juice. Give me something else. I don't want... I will argue that the McDonald's coffee, just a black coffee, mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. It's only yeah. one dollar. Yeah, so I've tried all it. I've never, I've never actually tried it. I don't think so. Yeah. I just, I just wrote them off. Maybe it's worth a try. It's very hot. That's what it, I've heard. It's good. It, they tell you it's hot though. That was its, I mean, yeah, I would say that was its own lawsuit too. Mm-hmm. Did, but she got burned. Yeah. Oh yeah, she got Did seriously. You see the, you burned. See the photo? Yeah. No, like yeah, people. McDonald's like swept it, that under it the rug. It looked horrible. People hold that case up as like a no. like the coffee well, was, it was gone mad, hot. and I'm like, no, that was clearly a. She was like a seven a year old problem. woman that, too. It felt oh, that coffee was ugh. kept like way hotter than it should have yep. been. And yeah, that was a serious problem. <laughs> like she got she seriously. She probably shouldn't hammed. have put it between her lap though. Yeah, that was blame the victim. <laughs> blame the victim. <laughs> I said I felt bad for her, and I said it was horrible. <laughs> But there needs to be a breakfast drink. Breakfast drink. Someone needs from to crack this place. code. Yeah. It's not out there yet. It's somewhere lingering. It's called a Bloody Mary, Brad. If they start serving those, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> if I can get like a get one of those Taco Bell cantinas for breakfast, you know, they, they have the I feel bars. Like the inside. Bloody Mary would be perfect for them. Get a Virgin Mimosa somehow. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you're gonna do it, but make it happen. Give me a sparkling yeah. orange juice. I usually just get a regular orange juice if I'm going, because that's... Sparkle that up. I mean, those vitamins, you know? Oh, no. Oh, he's crying remembering that Big Mac he ate. <laughs> <laughs> you, get a little, you got I the... Got, I got a little uh, sesame, sesame seed. seed. <laughs> <laughs> sesame seed. <laughs> no. We were on the same wavelength. Yeah. I was trying to think of other things on the thing, but could have been everything. Uh, I don't know. It's still in my eye. I don't have much more to say. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I we were rambling about food. It was great. Yeah. yeah it was good. It's, it, the documentary brings we, up conversations. Can we do another documentary? Yeah, see, documentary we'll this is out the whole point one. of a documentary is to is, like, create a conversation. I don't know I if think. there's any that got as big as this one. And, like, well, the I bet we could eye. find them. I bet we could find them. And the, like, March, March of the Penguins was the one that oh, was, I, I don't know. The Michael Moore ones are always a big, big yeah, to-do. Aren't great. 
No, really? there's, or they're sad. They're more sad. Yes, and they're, they're heavy and sad, depressing. Which is sure. the point. But mm-hmm. I think I, mean, I would say like those are more well known. I think than any other kind of made big release documentary. They had Mr. Rogers one though. Yeah, real oh. big. Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, Nature Called, Look Who Answered. We remember Big Daddy. New York, if you want to enter the greatest city on earth, first, you have to get by one person. Shut up! You shut up! Let's go! I'm waiting on you! Sonny Koufax had an easy job. You're a toll collector. Where are you going? Uh, you want to take me with you? I guess. And led a simple life. The delivery guy's like your best friend. Come back later today. I'll, I'll Indian wrestle you. Okay. Peace out. Until the day. You refuse to move on to the next phase of your life. She wants different things, you know? His girlfriend dumped him for someone else. I found someone. This old guy? He has a five-year plan. What is it? Don't die? Now, to win her back. I gotta do something big with my life. He's getting her a little surprise. I want you to meet Julian, my son. Our son, I adopted him. (laughs) Great. Now what? Now. You wear a diaper? Sonny Koufax is finding out. Should I have a nightlight? Nightlight? Once you adopt a kid. There you go, all right? You better give that kid back. I tried to give him back. You got to keep him. Go back to sleep. I wet my bed. Mm, all right. Nice and dry. No more wetness. Do that thing I talked to you the other day. That one touched the ground. That one touched the ground. Columbia Pictures presents... We stop serving breakfast at 10.30. No! Oh, please. Don't cry. Don't cry. You got a happy meal? Can we get a happy meal? Well, somebody get you a happy meal! Adam Sandler. It's gonna be fun. You nervous? Happy Halloween. We got a first timer out here. Do the right thing, buddy. Hang out right here for a second, all right? Hey, you. What? Big Daddy. That's it. Okay, yeah, that's that's good. Trick or treat. Next year, be prepared, moron. Huh?